0: I'm Lindsay, mom of two active boys on the West Coast and believe there's no reason for money to be ugly. I love helping busy moms make it pretty without using cash envelopes or coupons. I'm Megan.
1: Me and my husband, we have four kiddos and I relate more to the dad role than the mom. And I'm an HGTV loving, oversharing finance nerd.
0: Together we host the Money Stuff with Moms podcast. We understand the hashtag mom life but
1: we also can appreciate the big picture adulting responsibilities like money. In this podcast, we invite you to be a part of our no fluff, fun conversations that will give you helpful on the go finance tips.
0: Even if it's just to peek behind the curtains to hear about what we are doing with our money.
1: It's sometimes so much easier to look back in hindsight. So if we were to go back in time, What would be your number one money mistake that you would have told your past self, don't do this?
0: (laughs) I was thinking about this before we hit record and I can think of one that was like a fairly tragic mistake. Um, So I'll share that. And, um, but also what just kept coming up for me is lots of little things that, were more missed opportunities than mistakes. There's so many things that I regret not doing way more on that list than the things that I regret doing. And so before I share my, you know, my one big tragic mistake that if I could rewind time, I would do differently. Um, You know, I think that actually, you said in in a recent conversation, I don't think it was, I don't think we were recording, but um, you said, um, any decision is a good decision. And I've often looked at wealthy people, and they make decisions, and they make decisions uh, with confidence, and they make them fast, and they make them often. And it's so interesting to that statement of yours, and then thinking about, you know, how I see wealthy people operating, and that really the thing that like nags at me the most is the things that i didn't do the opportunities that i didn't take i didn't take that i didn't make the the decision i didn't have the confidence i didn't move quickly i didn't take action um and that's a really good reminder for me um because moving forward for all of us right there are opportunities in front of us at all times and when there's not it's probably just around the next corner um and having the confidence to take action on something. My biggest mistake was co-signing for a boyfriend to take a loan. What I learned was that banks have qualification rules for a reason (laughs) they didn't want to lend to him for very good reason. He had already proven that he was not somebody who follows through and pays that. So uh, good news is it was an RSP loan with a company that we had, that he had to keep the money with, you know, kind of as a collateral situation. So luckily we were just able to cash out his account to pay and when he defaulted. Um, And, uh, but that is by far the the number one biggest mistake that if I could turn back time, uh, I would not do
1: And knowing now what you should have known then, Mm. how would you have handled that situation? Like, would you have, how would you have said no? Ooh,
0: you know what? (laughs) Those types of people (laughs) um, don't like hearing no, and they find a way to. Manipulate the situation. I don't know if anybody listening has been through, you know, whether it's a, a parent or a, a coworker or a spouse or, you know, um, who has like talked you into something. Um, it won't shock anybody to hear that he was a used car salesman. <laughs> so he was very good at talking people into things that were not good for them. Um and You know, I, I think that, um, I would have just had to, um, tell him that I couldn't do it, like without, without a lot of explanation, I can't do it because I can't do it. Um, the more you give those types of people, the more information you give those types of people, <laughs> the more, the more material they have to work with to, uh, <laughs> to spin their story. And one of the ways
1: that I find saying no is expressing that like no is your final answer, but you wish there was something you can do, but it's just no is your final answer whatever excuse that you want to give Um because there, it is sometimes really easy to be persuaded. Absolutely. And especially when you're, you're the kind of person that just want to help and you know that you can, but just sticking in your, so saying something like, Oh man, I, I can totally empathize with what you're going through. You know, I've been there too. I not wish possible. I could help, but honestly, I'm not the person I just can't. Or, mm. And this is a skill that I kind of picked up from, you know, managing rental properties is saying that is a real challenge. That must be so hard for you. And just like Mm. showing that you can understand that what they're going through is hard, but it does, you don't provide a solution going forward. It's hard when you're in a relationship with somebody, obviously.
0: Yes, yes. That uh, that adds a whole other level to it, right? I mean, we were wanting to build his credit score so that we'd have better opportunities in the future, and there was all these reasons. <laughs> um, but remembering that banks are in this business and they're experts at it, um, even even if you hate the banks, <laughs> they're they're experts at what they do, and they know when somebody should borrow money they know who qualifies to be that type of person um and uh I probably should have just followed their lead
1: (laughs) when you're in it it's Mm -hmm. so much easier to put the blinders on totally Mm -hmm.
0: yeah yeah I mean my my hindsight is uh is the only place I have 2020 right so um it's very easy to see now but uh but then not so much How about you? What was your, uh, what's your biggest mistake? That's a really
1: good question because I've made a lot of money decisions, but I don't really know if there's like one that stands out to me as the biggest money mistake. I mean, there's some regrets obviously, but I don't know what the alternative would have been if I didn't make those. Like for example, Mm -hmm. I don't, think building the house that we live in was probably was the best financial decision. It's not that we're in over our heads. It's that the stage of life that we're in right now, it'd be really nice to have a finished garage. It would be really yes. nice uh, to you're here. have nice landscaping because now I don't have time for it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we would have bought something already made, we could have gone from the framework and gone better instead of having to start from scratch the other thing that I think about often is when we went from our starter home to our next our upsize when we had went from no kids to two kids Mm -hmm. I wish we would have kept the house and maybe kept it as a rental Um, but instead we sold it took the equity and applied it for the down payment But also going from no kids to two kids, would I have had the capacity Mm -hmm. for that type of financial investment? I don't know. Hindsight being like, Mm -hmm. you know, that would have been a smart money move. I don't know if it would have been a smart, like mental health and financial stress move.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally.
1: So, like, well, I don't even know if those are real answers for, like, what is your biggest money mistake? Like, I've made a lot of big money mistakes, but what would have been the alternative?
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think that's part of part of you know what, what I was coming to also. Like, any decision is a good decision. Like, it gets you, get to, it helps you leap to the next lily pad. Um, you know, I I have a, a similar you know, quasi regret about selling my first house. Um, it's worth a heck of a lot more now. We're in a rental market that, I mean, it was three bedroom, three bathroom house on a cul-de-sac. I could have been renting it for over $3,000 a month um, with a detached garage and a back fenced yard, you know, like all the things. But at the stage I was at, um, I don't know if I could have figured that out. Um, and I needed the capital to buy the next house Mm -hmm. so what I've been able to come up with the down payment for the next house on my own like I just don't know but Mm -hmm. of course because I see what's happened in real estate and the rental market I wish I still had it Um, but I don't know if a different decision was even possible I know and I think about like there's
1: also like non like spending decisions that I've made like for Mm -hmm. example I stayed in my career maybe a little longer than I should have my before I started my business Mm -hmm. um maybe that's an episode that we can talk about is our own career progression and what that looked like but for me I was a part of a succession plan Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: I should have trusted my gut more when it came to the elements of staying partners with those individuals, as well as the uh, fairness of the offer and Mm -hmm. everything that that meant and how much time I wasted trying to figure it all out. Whereas I probably could have moved forward in my career a little faster if I would have trusted my gut and said, okay, now's the time for a move. Mm -hmm. Big decisions are hard, especially when your coworkers are My coworkers weren't family, but they felt like family. They were, Mm -hmm. I had a lot of respect for them. And so I think my career is probably another one where I probably should have acted sooner
0: or maybe Mm -hmm. differently. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, it's, it's interesting when I'm, when I'm having, you know, these conversations with my clients who are trying to make, make these decisions, um, it's often, the only thing that we can do is to look at the options on the table, uh, make the decision, and then move forward. Um, We don't know if we're going to make the right decision. Um, There's, you know, I I read an article the other day um, that uh, Andrew Hallam wrote, and I love Andrew Hallam, he's the author of um, uh, Millionaire Teacher, um, and uh, he just writes some really, really great stuff. Um, anyways, and and he was referencing, you know, all the experts in the the money management world, the uh, the hedge fund managers, like the you know the big big winks on Wall Street, and how many of them will say that, you know, yeah, I made the right decision last year, but the chances of me making all the right decisions again this year are slim to none, like nobody gets it right, every single time. Um, it's just not humanly possible. And then here we are, and this is why, you know, this is why I get so passionate about, about what I do, um, is, I feel like most people, and like a lot of our listeners, you, you maybe you will relate to this, like people think that there's like a, um, a magic recipe, like a secret sauce, a magic wand that everybody else knows that they don't. And they tell themselves, I am no good with money. I make all the mistakes. And like the experts know this language that I was never taught. And it's not that way at all. <laughs> the experts are the ones who just make more decisions and learn from those decisions and make a lot of the wrong decisions in in the process so you know a conversation around like what is your what is your biggest regret um I think it's interesting that both of us have come to uh the you know kind of conclusion that it's not one big thing that it's not you know even about the mistakes um the decisions you make are the decisions you make and you know make them confidently and Take action and do your best not to regret them because you made the best decision that you could at the time with the information that you had.
1: Yeah. And I think that that's the perfect way to end this episode. And the other thing that I might contribute to the conversation is when I was making those career decisions, the only reason that I made the change was because somebody said to me, and I can't even remember who it was, but somebody said to me, if it was your, daughter or son, cause I only had the two at the time mm-hmm. in your shoes, going through this succession plan, going through making these decisions, what would you tell them to do? And it was an easy cutthroat decision. I, I right. was like, I would tell them to leave.
0: Mm-hmm. I yeah. would
1: tell them to walk mm-hmm. away. It's okay. You invested 10 years of your career there. It's okay. You got a lot of value. You have mentors for life. Mm -hmm. But yes, you are leaving that business opportunity that I would have, it was a a no brainer for me. And so that's one thing that I've kind of carried with me is as I'm making these decisions, it's real, I'm bossy by nature, I'm really good at telling other people what to do. So sometimes I just have (laughs) to take that third person mentality and say, if my kids were going through a decision that I'm trying to make right now, what would I as a mother recommend to them or what would I as a friend to somebody okay. say to them like with compassion and understanding but also like a clear A or B like choose your own adventure are you gonna go A or B? Okay. Like, yeah but when you're in it it's really
0: difficult. It's so difficult. It's so difficult. Um it probably wasn't me that gave you that piece of advice but um <laughs> I'm gonna pretend that it was because I can remember uh the very first uh, time we ever talked you were still working in that office and Ashton was just born I have I have like this very very vivid clear memory of rocking my baby in the rocky chair in his bedroom and us talking about like all the different options out there of what you were going to do so I'm just going to pretend um that that was me. <laughs> okay let's go with that so we can We can thank Lindsay for all
1: of this great money content that I've been able to create along the way. And until next time, we'll see you in the next episode. That's right.
0: Thanks for spending your time with us today.
1: If you heard anything that piqued your interest, check out the show notes because we probably have some extra deets or links down there. Your homework
0: for today. Go talk to someone about your money, either your spouse, your kids, your coworker or a licensed professional.
1: And if you don't like those humans today, we're always talking in Lindsay's Facebook group, Black is the New Red. So join us over there. Head over to Facebook, type in Black is the New Red. You'll see so many amazing, like-minded individuals in there trying to get better, asking the right questions, supporting one another.
0: We look forward to hanging out with you again on your next Dog Walk or while you watch soccer practice from the side.